Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick. I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. And this week on the podcast, we have our first ever installment of Donuts with Interns. Now, I was an intern seven years ago before I became a fitness director. So I really value the importance of internships, both from the standpoint of being an intern and what you can learn from a company, and now being a director and seeing everything that an intern can bring to your team and the potential for finding future employees through internships. So I was blessed to have two awesome interns this past summer, Delaney and Brandon, and I'm looking forward to working with them going forward. Uh, I wanted you guys to get a chance to meet them, though. So this is a little talk that I have with Delaney and Brandon around a box of donuts because we all appreciate moderate indulgences and are big fans of flexible dieting. So uh, we had a couple of donuts, sat around, talked about their stories, where they've been, how they got to where they are, why they wanted to become trainers, who they want to work with, what excites them about training, and then I give them a little bit of advice uh, leaving this podcast because they are now entering into the world of training and will get to take all the things that they learned both in their classes and in their internships and apply that as brand new trainers. I'm super excited for them. I hope you are too, and I hope you enjoy this podcast today. So we're here with Delaney and Brandon. You are interns here from Frederick Community College. I had both of you in my NASM prep course. It was called Essentials of Personal Training. It was a prep course to get you all ready for the NASM CPT exam, which both of you passed. So you're now certified personal trainers. Uh, your internship is close to an end. How many hours do you guys have left now? Okay, maybe 10 or so left. Yeah, 10 about the same. Okay, so you're right at the end. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to introduce everybody to you all and let them hear your stories and let them hear the weights dropping above us. Let's start with Delaney. Oh, by the way, this this is our first ever uh, episode of Donuts with Interns because we have interns every semester. And I, I think since I like donuts so much and I like having interns that I should just have donuts with interns on the podcast every semester. So you all are the very first ones. So you should be honored. Awesome. Yep. yep. So Delaney brought us donuts. We're sitting around a box of Dunkin' assorted donuts. Delaney got the lucky donut that had a donut hole still stuffed in the donut with the glaze on top. So she lucked out with that one. So while we're eating these donuts, Delaney can take a break from her donut and tell us the story of Delaney as, let's talk about you as an athlete first, all the way back from the beginning to where you are now, more of like your fitness journey first. Okay. Um, so, well, when I was born, I was three months premature, so I missed my whole third trimester. Um, they didn't think I was going to live because um, I was severely underweight. Uh, I was underweight for a good majority of my childhood. I actually still have a scar from, um, they had to put this thing in called a button. And what it does is basically a feeding tube. It literally pumps milkshakes into your stomach when you sleep. <laughs> um, so it's pretty cool, but you don't get to taste them. So yeah, that's kind of a downfall. Cool. You just wake up full. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you wake up feeling really full and kind of Gosh. bloated. Um, and I had that until fifth grade. Um, and then that was kind of the starting point for when I started getting active because I wasn't very active as a child just okay. because I had like the health issues and everything. Um, so once I got active, I got involved in a bunch of sports. I actually did tackle football for three years. Gosh, that picture um, was so funny. <laughs> I was really bad, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I did field hockey for three years after that, um, which I was a little bit better at, but it just wasn't as fun for me. Um, and then ever since I started high school, I did weight training, whether that was for sports or in the off season, um, and it was a lot of fun. Like I immediately loved doing things, especially with the barbell. Like I was always okay. taken to it. Um, 
And then once I started college, I've actually been doing, for the past year and a half, and hopefully many more, um, <laughs> I've been doing Olympic weightlifting, which is, um, it's a competitive sport. You compete, um, you do two separate lifts, and you get three chances for each lift. I'm not going to go into a bunch of details, because it's kind of complicated. Yeah, but a lot um, of people don't know what it is. Okay, so... Yeah, so what are, what are the two lifts? Okay, so it's not powerlifting, first yes. of all. Um, <laughs> it's different. You don't bench. People always ask me how much I bench, and I'm like, probably the bar, because I suck. <laughs> um... <laughs> So what we do is we do the snatch and the clean and jerk. The clean and jerk is one lift, but it's two movements. And you get three for each one. And the ever, however most, whichever you lift for each one, the best out of the both get combined as a total. Um, so your yes. total is the best out of each lift. Your total number is a combination of the best of your two lifts. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And whoever posts the highest total in each weight class wins the competition. Um, and I'm still small, even though I'm finally on track with my weight. Um, I'm only 100 pounds, so <laughs> uh, I'm definitely in the smallest weight class. Um, but moving up. Yes, moving up yeah. slowly, trying to get to, yeah. to filling it out. Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> Fill out the weight class. <laughs> Donuts will help. Yeah. So then uh, what made you want to become a trainer? So you like doing all this stuff yourself. What made you want to share that with other people? Um, I think mostly because with so many fitness things and especially weight training and um, lots of just fitness activities in general, your goals and your success is very measurable. You basically get a number yeah. and that number is essentially a grading scale for how successful you are just depending on your goals or yeah. if you're doing it as a sport. Um, different numbers mean different things in terms of success. And um, so it's pretty cool because your success is very measurable, which I don't think you can say about a whole lot of things yeah, that's um, true. in life. So I think that's probably like one of the best things about fitness in general is that it's just super measurable and you can really see, oh, I have succeeded this much between this time period, which gotcha. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my favorite part is just the goal aspect and everything. Okay. So, you know, helping your clients set goals, reach goals, stuff like that is yeah. what drives you forward. Yep. Yeah. That's a cool way of looking at it because everybody always says they want to help people, but like we always talk about, like you, you have to have some type of goal, and goals have to be measurable. Yeah. So the fact that you like that you're in a sport that's about numbers and helping mm -hmm. people using that passion that you have for for strength and stuff like that, that's awesome. So how is your experience now as an athlete, and then as a student going through the personal training program at the college, and then now it's your experience as an intern? How has this made you excited to become a trainer or to get a chance to become a trainer now? Um, I think the thing I've noticed the most is that the experience of weightlifting has helped so much with learning how to program um, and learning how to actually set up a workout and how things work essentially when you're working out. For example, like um, when you're maxing, you take longer rest periods than yeah. when you're just doing hypertrophy work. So stuff like that, um, I've learned I've learned it much more through actually physically doing it than just by sitting in a classroom. Um, no offense, because I know you taught that class. <laughs> no, gosh, no. Um, like, <laughs> the best part is whenever we're not in yeah. the classroom. Like, you learn yeah. the most when you're not in there. Yeah, yeah. so um, that's really transferred over. And then in terms of being a student, um, I took anatomy 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 um, in my first two years at FCC because I loved it. It's super interesting to me. And that yeah. helped a lot in terms of like the muscles and the bones and everything, which you obviously need to know as a trainer. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Thanks. Cool. So let's get to know Brandon a little bit. I know a little bit of Brandon's story. I used to train Brandon for a while when he was 13. He looks a little bit different now. <laughs> uh, so Brandon, why don't you give everyone the rundown of where you've been 
and and how you've gotten to where you are at now. Um, so when I trained with Johnny, um, I hated that day. Like, the worst day ever. <laughs> you did not have fun. I hated it. I know. It. I, felt I remember, bad. like, the one workout that you put me through was the treadmill workout. And you had three treadmills lined up at different inclines and we would do that 30 seconds on and 30 seconds and off I shut, and, and, I like, and I turned the power turn off. Turn them off and yeah, I'm you had to push it. going for like nine rounds and I hated you for that. I hated it. <laughs> like, that was the worst. I think that was the day I was like, mom, I'm done. Like, I'm done. But then like after that, I quit training with you. Yeah. And then once I, once I went to school for junior year, um, everybody in my like class was coming back, like losing weight or getting their braces off. Like everyone looked like really good, and I'm still this chubby little kid with curly hair and braces. Like that's Brandon. So then uh, I went home one day and I told my mom, like I want to start losing weight. Like I need to change. Like this is like it's pathetic. Yeah. So then um, she told me about P90X. So I started doing P90X, and I did that one one time. So it's a three month. Um, program. Yeah. So uh, I went, I started around November and it was around in January I got sick. So I had to go to the, the doctors. And I was like, when you go to the doctors, they always take your height, weight and everything. And I was like, I might as well just like weigh myself at the house. And so no one like, I already know like the number that's going to pop up. Yeah. And I'm going to hate it. Like it's, I haven't gone anywhere. So at the house, like the whole time from like November to January, I kept like receiving compliments. Hey, like you look better, blah, blah, blah. I think you're losing weight. And I said, I didn't want to get those compliments into my head because I'd have been like, I probably would have stopped because okay. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was losing weight. Like I, every time okay. I looked in the mirror, I was like, I, I'm still big. Yeah. So then like January came, I got sick. So I, I weighed myself at the house and I, when I first started, I was at 220 pounds. I dropped down to 175. Jeez. So it was 40 pounds at like gone and i was like you've got to be kidding me like man i didn't believe it like i kept stepping back and forth on the, uh, on <laughs> the, the scale, on the scale and i said like this is ridiculous is and then awesome. mom came home she was like holy crap so did that and then um i just felt like really good and i did p90x again lost another 20 more pounds so my lowest was 155 150 so at that point i lost 65 pounds in like six months wow so Jeez, at that point, man, I was like, awesome. Like, people were like, holy crap. Like, holy, like, yeah. what did you do? Yeah. And I was like, told them, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I just felt so small at that point. Like, I wasn't strong. Okay. Like, at all. Like, I lost my weight. Like, I was skinny. I was this. Like, that's what I wanted. But then I was just so, like, I wasn't strong at all. Like, I needed to put, like, muscle on. Yeah. So then um, around, like, right after senior week, pretty much, I started bodybuilding, okay. like trying to get stronger at the squats and deadlifts and this and that. So I did that for about six or seven months, and I was at Anytime Fitness, and then um, I kept watching workouts that you did on Snapchat, and I said, like, I didn't like my training. Like, I questioned my training, and even, like, okay. going through, um, like, the classes that I did for NASM. It was for like more functional movement, like we yeah. did the FMS tests, and I'm like, well, doing the shoulder mobility. I said I can't even get back to here, and yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous, and like, I'm like out of breath doing these things, and blah blah blah, and I was like, I hated it. So then I started watching your videos and like what was what uh, Dan was teaching me and everything. Yeah. So I started like getting more into functional range of motion, like all of these things. And I was like, I 
no one does. Like even when I talk to people about it, they're just like, "What are you talking about? Like let's just do curls." Or like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So then um, I started incorporating like kettlebells. Like kettlebells like destroyed me, and they still do. Yeah. So I started doing that, and then once I got my NASA cert, that's when I started interning for you. Yeah. And now I intern doing the ultimate conditioning class, and it's pre- it's pretty much CrossFit, but maybe not as intense. Yeah. But still, workouts like destroy me, and yeah. So right now, um, but during bodybuilding, I went from 150 to like 170, okay. and it's not all muscle. I can tell you that right now, but yeah. I felt bigger and I felt stronger. Like now, I just deadlifted 300, and I thought. Yeah, I never would have got. Yeah, and you probably move much better. Like <laughs> yes. you, you understand mobility yes. and positioning and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I've worked on like um, when we first met. Not even like um, training. Like when you first trained me, but yeah. you always said that my ankle mobility was terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> I worked on that. I worked on my shoulder mobility. I hope I was ever. nicer. I know that was like seven years ago. <laughs> you were just like, yeah, you suck. Man, I <laughs> no, but seriously, it was because it was cool because when I when I started looking for. Um, the classes at FCC for the um, the certificate. Yeah, I looked at I saw your name for teaching and I said, "There's no way." Yeah, like, it's the same. What? <laughs> Who else has as ridiculous <laughs> yes. as a name? Then that's when I came in, and then you're like, "Whoa, wait, is that Brandon?" Yeah, I dude, like, I did not even recognize <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. And back when I was training you, it's I like I identified with you some because. Like, you were into music, mm-hmm. and you reminded me so much of the friends that I ran around with whenever I was in high school. <laughs> and, like, all I wanted to do was make you, like, exercise, but I don't think I was, like, I didn't quite know what it would take. Uh-huh. Like, but back then, I don't even think I understood that you had to get to a point where you had to make that decision for yourself. That, like, okay, I'm ready to make a change. Yep. You weren't ready at that time. So, like, mm-hmm. I was I was trying everything, mm-hmm. and I, re- I know I probably put you through some workouts that made you hate I me, but I, hate I was you. like, I need to find something Brandon mm-hmm. likes. I was like, I'll try everything. Because even, like, the whole time, like, even you just saying that, mom mom made me go to specialists all the time and, like, talk to him about, like, why are you so big? Like, what? Like, I'm eating. I was eating healthy because mom made me. Like, she yeah. knew what she was working, what she was, like, feeding me. And even when she was younger in my team, like, when she hit, when she, she was 15, she weighed 200 pounds, too. Oh, really? So, like, she went through, like, the same, like, I like guess, story or whatever. Yeah. But she knew she knew what to feed me, but I was just, like, I lived with my grandma, uh, my grandma and she, was, she would sneak me food, like, the oh, whole time. Like, okay. it was, like, it was yeah. cool to me because I was, like, I don't want this food. Like, I don't want this. Like, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And then when junior year came, I was, like, change is going to happen. And yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah. It's all about, you know, w- meeting your clients where where they are at so like yeah. whenever i was with you i could tell that like you weren't you did not <laughs> want to be there it's but i'm glad that you got to a point where you where you found you know what it was that needed yeah. to get you going and a program that worked for you mm-hmm. so then how did all of that lead you into becoming a trainer so like you told me about seeing the stuff in the uh yeah. in the pamphlet for the program mm-hmm. at uh, fcc but what specifically like about training um, as a trainer like just going through like the whole weight loss like it I didn't change I didn't change a lot of my eating habits it was a lot of because like I never worked out in my life so it was literally okay. the, that the, that little change like dis- like completely like changed my body destroyed my body but in a, in a good way but now like now that I'm used to it if I ever wanted to lose weight like I would have to be very cautious of what I eat like very strict diet very strict training and stuff yeah and just going through it like it just I want to be there for that person that has to go through it. Like, I want to see yeah. if you look over over there and you see somebody squatting wrong, like, I want to sit there 
knowing to myself, hey, you're not doing this, 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 and right. And if you yeah. come train with me, we will get that fixed. And and I and I want to see that change. Like all Got I want to see yeah. is that smile on their face, knowing that hey, I helped you, you helped me. Yeah. And like we're better at it. Like I don't. Yeah. Know. That's awesome. So then, is is that what you're like? You're saying, you know, seeing the change. Is that what you're? Yeah. Is that what you're most excited about? Is is seeing? I mean, because you saw a dramatic change in you, and you're yeah. you're going to see dramatic change in your yeah. clients. Is that what excites you most about training? Is there something else that excites you about it? Just being, I think, more of it. Just being there for that person, because okay. even like people just people thinking about training, like they don't want to work out, they don't want to exert themselves, like at all. Yeah. But being able to be that person that motivates that person or inspires that person to get up get moving and do their thing to change themselves absolutely that's what i want okay that's awesome all right so i know i've given you guys a lot of advice through our time together in the nasm class and then here in your internship uh, but i want to give you guys like a one little extra piece before we leave along with your donuts Brent, you haven't even needed a donut yet. i did oh you I did oh wow you yeah. were fast yeah. i didn't even notice that don't play around with them, don't all right <laughs> Okay, so as trainers, you all are the product that you're selling. I'm sure you guys already know that. So this doesn't mean that you need to be the biggest trainer or the strongest trainer or the leanest trainer or even the, even the smartest trainer. You do need to be yourself, and you need to constantly improve yourself, both physically and mentally with everything that you're doing, to always bring more value to your clients than they are paying for. So always think about Every session you do, if, if the breakdown is they're paying $30 for that session or something, you need to give to them in that session, that one session, more than $30 worth of your attention, your time, your expertise, your demonstrations, all of that. That's what they're paying for. Give them more than they get. Always have them thinking that they got the better end of the deal because okay. honestly, they should. That's, that's the way it works. Because then you're going to keep your clients better that way. They're going to respect you for it. And you're going to be a better trainer because of that. So that's the first thing. When it comes to your own fitness, if you work out to develop a broad level of experience, it's going to help you a lot more. So try different stuff. Try different programs. Try things you might not even enjoy sometimes. Maybe Delaney throw in some cardio. Because um, But the main thing is... In anything you do, you want to make the movements look easy and look smooth. So there's a concept in gymnastics called virtuosity. So you're scored on virtuosity in a gymnastics movement. So if you were to do a handstand in gymnastics, it's a very simple move in gymnastics. But you're scored on how simple you make that movement look or how easy. So virtuosity is making the common look uncommonly good. So when I do an air squat, I want people to be yeah. like, holy cow, look at his <laughs> yeah, air squat. Yeah. So it's making it effortless. You have to make it look completely effortless because that's a motivator for people, but yeah. also it really shows your expertise. Yeah. So if you can back squat extremely well with an empty bar, and that's, that's enough to be able to teach a client. You don't have to be stronger than your clients. There's some of my clients who are definitely stronger than me, but I can demonstrate everything to them with good form, and that's, that's what you need to work out. So whenever you – if you're getting um, – getting discouraged about like where you're at with your fitness and stuff like that, really focus on the, the mechanics of everything because that's the, the thing that's going to bring value to your clients it, when it comes to working out to better yourself as a trainer. As for your knowledge, uh, just like we talked about here with the, the whole vegan discussion, so keep an open mind with everything because uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Just like, So look into it. But keep it, yeah, if you're keeping an open mind, uh, never stop learning things. Always keep studying things and watching documentaries and reading books and stuff like that. 
and develop your coaching from all angles. So don't just read books about training. Look into stuff about uh, sports psychology or, or what motivates people. All of that stuff is going to go into making you all better trainers. Whenever I first started, first started training, I felt like I knew a lot. And then, like, the more I trained, the more I was like, okay, there's still a lot, there, a lot out there to know. Now, like, 10 years into it, I'm like, I don't really know as much as I think I know. And that's the I think is the greatest thing that I've learned is the more that I learn, the more I realize that there is more out there to learn. Mm -hmm. So don't ever get to the point of where you think you know everything, which I don't see you all doing because that's not your personality. But, <laughs> but stay, staying humble in that as you learn stuff really yeah. helps. Plus, it, if you always are willing to adapt and learn new things, that's going to help you all stay hungry and stay ahead of mm -hmm. other people who get stagnant because a lot of people get stagnant with their training and stop learning. And then you're obsolete once you stop learning. So keep getting certifications, keep learning new stuff like that. Uh, the last thing I want to encourage you all with is, and it's going to sound crazy when I first say it, but I'll, I'll put an asterisk with it. <laughs> so I, I can say without a doubt that the two of you will be the greatest trainers who ever lived. <laughs> asterisk. Now let me explain this. Do you say that to uh, Yes, I'm going to say this to everybody. <laughs> you will be the two greatest trainers who ever lived to your clients. Oh. Okay? No, I'm saying I'm not but I'm not I'm not trying to be like like joking with it. What I'm what I'm meaning is you absolutely will be the greatest trainer ever to most of your clients. Mm -hmm. Maybe not like 13-year-old Brandon, like there's going to be some people who don't <laughs> like what you do. And but when it comes to the people who you connect with and the people like I've had clients who have been with me for 6 and 7 years. And to those people, they think I'm the best. I don't think I'm the best. I know that there's trainers out there who have better cues than me, who are stronger than me, who can demonstrate things better than me, but they can't connect with the woos like I can. Yeah. Okay? They can't. They don't have the relationship with Hunt that I have. They don't have the crazy relationship with Rick that I have. They can't, they can't deal with Chris the way that I deal with Chris <laughs> because Chris is awesome. But to those people, I'm the best. And to your clients, you will be the best. So it's, it's almost like a humbling thing. It's not something where I go on the best. It's, wow, to these people, I mean a ton. So just understand this. It's, it's a compliment, but also is like a heavy load of responsibility at the same time that, like, you will be the greatest thing to that person. And they will look up to you so much that, that you really owe it to your clients to continue to progress as a trainer and give everything you have into each of their sessions because they're going to think you're a superstar. There's probably already people who think you all are superstars. Just now, and you've been certified trainers for like two months, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you guys have any questions for me before you go out there in the world and kill it as trainers? <laughs> no. So how, how can people find you if they want to look at your lips? What, what are the Instagram handles? Um, Brandon. Okay. So my Instagram handle is... Uh, Deluni underscore tunes. Um, it's a it's a little punny. Um, yeah, a little, a little so Deluni is D E L O O N E Y, like my name, Delaney, and then yeah. underscore, and then tunes is tunes. Tunes, got it. Brandon, <laughs> uh, mine is B Little eighty two. He was not born in eighty two. <laughs> um, yeah, B Little eighty two. B Little eighty two. All right, there you go. Everybody, go follow them, and you can pick up some fitness tips there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you.
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed getting to meet Delaney and Brandon a little bit today. And if you would like to train with one of them, you can either use the handles that they gave during the podcast or use my handle at Straight Shot Training on Facebook or Instagram. Shoot me a message and I'll let you know how you can get in contact with them to set a training session up. You can also use those handles to find me on social media if you have any questions regarding training, nutrition, health, anything, I'd love to talk to you. If you want to know more about the Straight Shot Training program, you can head to straightshottraining.com for all the details of what you'll get with a subscription. Tomorrow, Sunday, the 13th of August, marks the first week of our next six-week training cycle. We break our training into cycles in straight shot training so that even though we're working on creating a broad range of fitness capacity for you, we do take some time to focus on certain elements of fitness. So our next one starts this upcoming week. So if you're considering a subscription, now's an awesome time to join up with us. We would love to have you. Thanks again, and have a great week, everybody. 